0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it may be for you. I hope you are having a flipping fantastic day. I've just actually witnessed a bloody beautiful sunset. It has been really, really nice to just have that opportunity to go out there and really reconnect with nature, but just the beauty that is out there within sundown honestly it feels like it's been far too long since i've actually witnessed a gorgeous sunset but for me personally it's always an opportunity just to take a second to truly admire nature you know the intricacies all the different elements and as you may already know i absolutely adore it there is so much that goes into it i think that it is the most fascinating part of nature, realistically. I don't know what it is, but it's just, there are so many finite details that we just overlook. But understanding how lucky we are to see that, it's, man, it's crazy. It really is crazy. I've been actually working on a book. Um, Whether it ends up turning into a full-blown course, uh, I'm currently uncertain. But I've been working on this book, which is really understanding the golden hours it's the golden glory it's you know the most incredible parts of nature that are very difficult to understand but I'm really putting out there everything that I've learned over the past five, six years of studying shooting and frequently analysing to learn a little more and that information that I've built I recognise the value within that so I've really been working on it for about six months now um, I haven't really been able to prioritize it a whole bunch but it has been something there that I'm always looking to work on whenever I get a free second so that's what I've been really working on pretty hard um, whenever I can there have been a few different bits and pieces that you know have taken my attention away from that um, a few pressing matters more recently but it is something that I'm still going to get out there and I'm really, really excited to put forward so that I can actually offer a broader understanding. The Golden Mills are a funny time because it's something where you want to just appreciate the, I don't, I, I don't know, the, the element of surprise, the fact of, you know, it just is what it is sometimes you don't always need to analyze things you don't need to understand why it is you just appreciate it for what it is but for those of us who may be photographers who may be you know videographers any form of content creation I believe is really going to benefit from an understanding of the golden hours that's why I I understand you know what it's going to offer because Within my work, personally, it doesn't have to be the landscape work, but I understand just how much it can add. It's something that's a little bit special, and those moments we cherish personally, those connections that we have with the sunrise and the sunset, that is often associated with the shot. It's that engagement with a viewer that otherwise can't be presented. It's the soft light. It's that incredible tonality. It's the warmth. It's really just... There's so much that it can actually add to an image. It doesn't have to be before the sun has set or after the sun has set. I mean, before the sun has risen, it, it can be when the light is still presented for those long shadows, for those incredible levels of depth and just that extra element to be incorporated within, but Yeah, whether it is, you know, photography in an editorial sense, in a lifestyle sense, in a product sense, in a landscape photography sense, you know, real estate, architecture, there's a whole range that it's going to be extremely advantageous for. So, understanding that, it's really kind of pushed me to say, alright, how can I condense all of my knowledge that I've been working on for so long to acquire, how can I put that in a digestible format? where people can actually learn a little more. I personally believe experience trumps everything, but having a guide at least there so that you can go out and say, all right, this is what's causing this. This is why it's happening. I just personally, I've been so fascinated behind, I mean, with the science behind it all. That's just, yeah, really been something that's always interested me, so... Yeah, I feel that it's going to be something that really will add a lot to a lot of different people. And whether you're a photographer, or a professional, or just an enthusiast. You know, you could be a serial sunset snapper or, you know, just a seasonal sunrise shooter. Like, it could be anything at all. You might just want to get it for your bloody Instagram photos. Whatever it may be, everyone loves that sunrise or sunset that just leaves you in awe of the capabilities of nature. So if I'm able to present the opportunity to really acknowledge how to predetermine to the extent with a disclaimer that nature is unpredictable, um, if I'm able to offer that to someone so that they can actually guide themselves through it, um, that's, yeah, that's all I can ask for. I just, for me personally, having that available, it could have been really, really helpful. I really think that it's great, I did learn it all myself, I loved the journey that it took me on to understand the intricacies of nature, but I just acknowledge how powerful it can be for others, you know, like it it can shift your entire perspective, I've stated that so frequently and that's what it offered to me, you know, it offered me that chance to actually just take a step back and recognise, you know, there is beauty in the world, I, I saw world in a very black and white way and sunrise and the sunset it really painted a picture in my mind that kept growing and just kept getting added to and now you know I've got these collection of images that just offer me so much and offer others so much that I want to be able to present that however possible. There are going to be times where you're not going to actually know what's going to arise you know the algorithms that are presented to analyze the data they're gonna be incorrect at times they're not going to be accurate and I think that's the greatest part of it as well it's the fact that you're still not gonna know no matter how much you know research you do there's always going to be an element of the unknown that's why it offers so much because you've got to have a commitment you've got to be able to go out there and say, alright, even if this doesn't occur, you know, eliminate the expectations. Have low expectations, have high hopes. If you eliminate the expectations, whatever unfolds, it's going to be great. You know, you're allowed to just go out there and appreciate it for whatever it is. But high hopes incorporates a real level of optimism that I think is incredibly, incredibly beneficial to have within one's perspective i know that it's offered me more than i can even begin to present here but it's just absolutely incredible how much the sunrise and the sunset can offer to people i know that it's you know i'm probably one in a thousand but if i can find that you know that 0.1 percent and i'm able to provide them with something that may realistically you know change their perspective change the way that they see the world allow them to really view it in a new light um and you know just simply appreciate that which does surround them and the intricacies within nature that is something that i'm always striving to achieve within my photography and if i can broaden that out a little bit more then yeah i'm really really excited to do that End up incorporating a few videos within it we'll just wait and see how we go um i'm really just keen to kind of finalize it get some diagrams in there get some images of samples in there and then you know present it it should be yeah something that's going to add a lot of value to a lot of people actually i know that it will there's going to be two sections to it one for just base enthusiasts somebody who wants to understand a little more um reading the graphs reading everything do with the sunrise and the sunset all the different algorithms understanding the patterns uh, what they look like how to you know predetermine based on intuition and based on data and then really there's a second section which is more so specifically for photographers those who want to strive to capture the golden hours going into the details of how to shoot it how to post produce it and what to consider when you are going into the field because I think there's a lot psychologically as well that needs to be recognised <coughs> and actually incorporated within a shoot. But yeah, should be good. Should be really, really good. Um, I just, I've, yeah, I've acquired a lot through my experience, and I am just really keen to give that back. others so that I can offer what photography has provided to me and my fascination with the golden hours and nature, if I can present that to somebody else and, you know, have an impact on their life, their perspective, then that's going to be really something that I personally value because I am someone who always wants to, you know, give as much as I possibly can. Fun challenge, honestly. I've gone through and there's so much that I already did know and understand, but I'd also been reanalyzing and checking out the facts and the data that's actually out there and kind of cross referencing it with what I already had in mind. And it's actually expanded my horizons a little further as well because. You know there's only so much that you can know from intuition but being able to actually combine all the all the different elements and present that as well of things that you know sometimes do become disregarded like you know how clouds are formed all of the different elements that actually go into that a few of the intricacies You know, that's really, really interesting. So I've kind of gained a little bit more knowledge on that area and that's really presented me the chance to share that with others um, in those regards as well. And Yeah, I'm pretty damn keen. I mean, let's just say, theoretically, that you want to go out there and you want to shoot golden hours and you've never shot before. you realistically need is just a camera. You know, like, cameras are a funny thing. Um, It's often that people go through and say, oh, you need the latest, the greatest, you need this, you need that. Um, You really don't. I always advocate, as you may know already, I always advocate for secondhand gear, especially when you're beginning. Um, It's just, it's unnecessary to go all in when you're beginning. I just... So incredibly passionate about just buying things secondhand. Um, you know, there comes a time where you want to invest a little bit more. There, there definitely does come a time if you want to go into the side of, you know, commercial photography, or you want to present your work in a big billboard format, say, or you want to do it for a client that's a corporate client. You know, you're gonna have to work something out. You can rent gear that's always going to be a good alternative, but you're going to have to upgrade at some point. It's just not always necessary to do that straight up. Um, Utilize what you have available to you. That's always going to be the best part. And I think that, you know, full frame and crop sensor cameras, so the difference between the two, um, APS-C and full frame. Crop sensor, all it is realistically is it has 1.6 magnification um, for a lens. So let's say you're using a lens that's a 35 millimeter lens on a full frame, that's gonna be converted to, what, like a 48 mil, 54 mil. That's all it really is, in all honesty. Like sure, crop sensors, the vast majority of cases they're not going to have all the bells and whistles like they want to pump that into their full frame cameras because that's what is perceived as a professional body that's what's perceived as you know a top of the line camera Um, so all of the best features are going to be presented in that but the crop sensor body you often don't actually really need to upgrade it you can get some incredibly high-quality lenses that go onto your crop sensor body and provide a really high-quality image at a great standard. You know, it could be an A6300 from Sony or whatever they're at now, 6600 maybe even, or it could be, you know, a D7-2000, whatever it is from Nikon. What I always will advocate for is going to be you know, the Canon series. So, whether it's a 60D, 70D, 80D, 90D, they're always going to be something that I passionately am going to say, you know, get it. It's an intermediate camera. They have a very high standard of ergonomic quality and it's built really well. Like, it is an extremely great camera. Um, there's not too many limitations on it. I don't think they're waterproofed but they do have pretty damn decent video capabilities. They have really great megapixel count. I think it's like a 26 megapixel sensor in the latest 90D. I think they shoot 4K. Pretty sure they have Wi-Fi connectivity. Like, honestly, something like that is always going to be ideal, but going further down the line, you can just get something, you know, a little cheaper, which is going to be like a 600D, I think it is. Going to do the job. Like, sure, you're not going to have all the functions, but you don't always need the functions. You can get away with just having a 600D, a basic 10 to 22 kit lens or Sigma lens, whatever it may be, and just enjoying where that takes you. Don't get fooled into thinking that you need the best gear straight up. Allow yourself to go through the motions of understanding everything about photography through your own experience first don't just shoot for say you know two months even six months sometimes like unless you're shooting frequently it's not probably going to be something that's really going to help you or you're going to notice the difference too much don't get me wrong it's incredibly advantageous to go through and get yourself a full frame camera but you've got to be ready for it and i think that You've got to get yourself to that point where it's actually going to have an impact on your workflow and sometimes your return on your investment. I know it's not all about money, but in those circumstances, you kind of got to be wise with it and you got to recognize, all right, do I actually need that to get a return? Because otherwise, if you're just doing it for yourself, you don't need a full frame camera. That's just what it is. That's straight up how it is. You know, that's why the full frame is considered a professional camera. It's not always necessary. Sure, for landscape shoots, it's great to have a full frame, but you can't get away with something like a 10 to 22 from Canon for your crop sensor camera that is an EFS setup and it does the job. You know, you can get an L-series lens that's an AF lens. Chuck that straight on your 60D and get that crop magnification that still gives an extremely high quality image quality. Like, the image quality that comes out of the L series lenses is phenomenal. It's not always necessary to go with the most expensive camera gear. In saying this, so that I don't sound like a hypocrite, because I probably will, um, I've actually just ordered myself an EOS R5. So that is a pretty damn intense system, a very intense system. It's got all the bells and whistles. Every single bell and every single damn whistle uh, that's pretty much ever been made (laughs) is going to be compiled into that damn camera. So it's a pretty big thing for me, it's very big actually for me. Because, especially in contrast to exactly what I've just said, I've gotten away with secondhand bodies, you know, skimping through, just making it affordable in every single sense. But I've gotten myself to a point where it is necessary in a business sense to have that next level and really bring that to. You know, to the table so that I can have a very very high standard and I'm not going to be limited by my gear because at the moment unfortunately I've finally got myself to that point where I am a little limited by my gear um, and I've never had that before but I'm really driving myself into a new challenge of videography which has been really really great it's helped me with my sequential kind of or I guess the sequencing aspect of my work it's allowed me to understand that a little better how I can really incorporate that into my landscape work has been very, very powerful for me, but it's just something that really is, you know, a next step, it's something that's allowing me to gain more experience, it's allowing me to learn, which is something that I'm a very, very passionate believer in, you know, being able to constantly learn, grow and evolve, so that's just kind of, you know, the next step for me to take that in, learn a little more, build a few more relationships, but really offer a very high standard to be associated with my business and my brand moving forward. So, of course, with video, you've got a lot in the post-production side that is essential to learn um, and that takes a lot and a lot of experience to understand at times, but realistically for me, it's just, it's kind of time where I had to bite the bullet and go to that next level um if you're not aware I've been using a canon 6d for the past five years I've had three of them four of them I think I've had four of them maybe three yeah three and I lost one good stuff um I've been extremely satisfied with them, extremely happy. Like, I've not really needed anything more in the vast majority of cases. It's been great. Um, they've been affordable. I've gotten them all secondhand, except the first one, which was an insurance claim uh, because my first camera actually got stolen out of my car. So, I haven't needed anything more. And for five years, I've been constantly going back to that same one. Um, image quality it's been great full frame you know I've kept all my lenses so I've been able to kind of just utilise them I've liked have it, having multiple bodies because it's enabled me the chance if I am on shoots to have a different perspective associated and minimise the time of actually swapping lenses out because that's something that I really I just don't really like to be entirely honest <laughs> if I can have something set up so that I can just pick it up shoot I'm sorted. you know that's everything I need um, I just don't really, yeah, don't really like going through the hassle of changing one lens to another lens to another lens. Um, I like to have that versatility and that flexibility where I can just choose one, use it, go to the next, use it, you know, cause there's going to be different times where you're going to need different lenses for different circumstances. And especially if you're shooting like an event or something, you're never going to know what's actually going to arise. So it is pretty damn helpful. I am not going to lie. The thing that really kind of, you know, gets me is this camera is going to have absolutely everything. I'm really excited to not have those limitations, to really test out its capabilities, to test my capabilities and see what I'm actually capable of with something like that because I've got a lot of experience, and being able to just build on that with something that has everything available to me, I'm really, really keen to take my business to that next place and really stride into the future. It should be bloody fantastic. But it's also like, where, where does it stop? Where do I kind of. You know, where do I pull the pin on how I'm going to use it? Do I just use it in business settings? Do I just use it for corporate jobs? Do I just use it for, you know, anything like that? Or do I use it on my landscape shoots? Because it's got a bloody sensor size that's double the 6D. So I can actually shoot and print up to like three meters without losing any quality at all. So they're the kind of considerations that I have to make. Um, I'm going to be extremely conservative with my use of this camera but I am incredibly keen, I must admit, you know, it's just, again, I, I feel kind of, not guilty, but like, just in true minds about it, because again, I am so strongly always advocating for buying things secondhand. Um, yeah, it's always going to be worthwhile doing that, and I think for any lenses that I get, I'm going to get them secondhand most likely, um, You know, I think that all the different camera brands, it's great to have that extra warranty. It's great to be able to buy something that's new and fresh. And I think that they always need it as well. You need to, you know, kind of consider it from their business standpoint as well. And that it's really important to continue buying things from them. But someone's going to sell it. Someone's going to buy it. You know, like, that's the reality of the situation. If someone wants to sell an item, it's up for grabs. You're not... Like, they're not losing a sale. They're still going to get their sales. It's just that somebody is going to buy that lens. Why should it not be you? Why should you spend that extra money when you could actually save that, put it into maybe more gear, or something that's actually going to propel you further, say, you know, a little piece of equipment, something like a tripod, or, you know, it could be absolutely anything. But being able to actually save that money pretty damn helpful, it really is because you can reinvest that into something else that's actually going to give you a greater return it's just if you want to go into a business setting for photography, you do have to consider these kinds of things, you know, sure you'll probably see everyone having all the latest and greatest again um, when it comes down to it and when you're looking at people's work or working on the job but they've built that and acquired it over a long period of time a very long period of time that doesn't mean that you need to get it all at once it means you've got to really just ease into it see what you can do and utilise what you have available to you and what's affordable yes take the risk of investment at times but calculate that risk recognise what it's actually going to offer to you don't just do it because you think you need it because it's someone else's work or what someone else is doing not going to be worthwhile for you. It really won't. So you've got to actually calculate those kinds of things, especially yeah, when you are buying gear. It's very tempting to want everything. Like sometimes you can get into that habit of thinking, if I get this, my photos are going to be better. If I get this, it's going to be better here or there or whatever. And like I said, there does come a time where that's pretty damn important, but it's not always. It's not for everyone go through the motions, see what you can do with what's available to you, make it affordable, invest your money wisely, calculate it and understand how you might be able to get multiple items for that same price that you're paying for one. Because it's important, there's so much that you need as a photographer at times that you can't just be putting all of your money into one thing. Like with this camera I'm gonna have to buy bloody lenses, I'm gonna have to buy probably a battery grip, I'm gonna have to get myself a new tripod, there's a whole range of extra bits and pieces, you know, gonna have to get myself a remote shutter, like tons and tons of stuff, I might even need a bloody monitor, and this, they're all the knickknacks, and they add up pretty damn quickly. They really do. So you've got to have that in mind. I wouldn't have it any other way, honestly. I I absolutely, absolutely love photography. I love what it's offered to me. I think any form of creative medium like photography or videography, it's going to be advantageous to go through the motions of and just test yourself in learning because it's bloody fun. Everyone loves learning a new skill. I think that sometimes we kind of push that away, but damn, it's really fun to challenge yourself in those regards. You know, get a little bit creative. See what you can do. Not try and do things like everyone else, but... Utilise your own kind of imagination, your own creativity, and see where that takes you to. And that's what I think photography offers to so many people, and that is why it will continue to grow as a medium. Not to mention the value that it currently brings within the digital realms that we live within. It's incredibly, incredibly valuable for so many businesses. Everyone needs content to be created. Everyone needs all... (laughs) All their photos done, all their videos done, and they're going to want someone who knows what they're doing, so, yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't want to be one of those blokes who has all the gear and no idea, that's all I have to say, so, yeah, that's where I'm going to leave it, um, experience trumps all, make sure that you go out there, learn as much as you possibly can, get yourself on the job, work for free, do whatever you need to do, just put yourself out there and gain experience in all situations, in all circumstances, and... See what you're capable of. Make yourself uncomfortable. Continue to strive and stride, strive, stride. Stride forward and strive to reach your potential. You never know where it'll take you to. But anyway, that is exactly where I leave it. So yeah, I really do appreciate your time and I will most definitely catch you on the flip side. Oh well.